Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right, everyone. Welcome to another live recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy. I am your host, and I'm also the founder of Array Digital. We help law firms fill their pipeline using digital marketing. And today, I have a special guest from Baltimore, Maryland, Paul Beckman. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for asking me. Yeah, yeah. So, a uh, great conversation we got to have a little bit backstage. I'm excited to have the viewers, you know, learn about your story and a couple of interesting things about yourself. So, without further ado, let's, you know, I want to really want to hear your journey, the Paul Beckman story, at what point, you know, in your childhood, maybe, did you decide, I'm going to be an attorney? Well, that's a great question. I was actually in college at the time, and I took an introduction to law course. And for me, that was it. I was totally captured. And uh, that's when I decided that I wanted to go to law school. Excellent. So, and I'll, I'll throw in some other questions here in a minute that I want to know more about, but you go to law school and, you know, tell us a little bit about how kind of that panned out when you came out of law school, being where you are today, uh, managing a firm. Give us kind of like a little bit of that, you know, that journey that you took and how you got to where you are today. So when I was attending law school, I went to the University of Maryland School of Law, which is located in Baltimore. I worked as a law clerk for a local firm after my first year of law school and during the summers. And uh, after I graduated, took the bar and went to work for the same law firm. It was a general practice firm. They did all types of work, uh, but they did litigation, which I was very much intrigued with. And I had been a lawyer no more than 30 days when they said to me, here, take these two cases and try them. You'll get a lot of experience. Don't worry about losing. They're losers, but you'll get great experience. So I took them, I tried them, they were jury trials, and I won them both. So after wow. that, I was hooked. And I have been trying cases ever since that time. So you're saying you're good at what you do? Well, I, I have a little motto. It's something that I've kind of tried to live by, and that's this. The harder I work, the luckier I get. And <laughs> I believe anybody who is going to be a trial lawyer, uh, the trial of a case, in my view, is about 90% preparation and 10% talent. Uh, if you do what is necessary to prepare the case, 90% of the time you're going to win it uh, if you take the right case, which is always an important aspect of being a trial lawyer. Because we as lawyers, when we graduated from law school, we were here to help people and do the right thing. And sometimes the hardest thing that a lawyer has to say is, no, I can't take your case. No, you don't have a case. But everybody deserves uh, an appropriate answer and reasons why, if you don't take a case, the reasons why you don't. Yeah, I like that. I love what you said about being lucky. And I think that's a good, you know, when I run a business, I do okay for myself. There's a lot more I want to accomplish, of course. But, you know, you have those people that go, oh, you're you're so lucky and you know they don't see all the work and effort that goes into it yes by doing a lot of work being persistent and doing more activity than most will want to do uh you seem to get lucky more often that's for sure so yeah it's kind of like the story you always hear kevin about you got to be the first one there in the morning and you got to be the last one there at night you show by your hard work and your, your diligence that you care you know what you're doing and you then move up the ladder. It's kind of a story that pervades, I think, all of us in the practice of law. We all did that in order to succeed. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. The, if you do that, you're going to stand out. You're going to get things accomplished, and it's going to work in your favor. So, yeah, I wish everyone got that. That's for sure. <laughs> Any of my employees listening? Uh, just kidding. <laughs> we got to work hard. We got to step it up. So, uh, so a couple of things you you mentioned um, too. You are not just an attorney. You've been an attorney for a long time. You also have family that are lawyers, uh, and they have family that are and uh, spouses that are lawyers. So, tell us a little bit about you know how you're kind of surrounded by it. Well. First of all, I'd say this. I'm one of those people who is proud to be a lawyer. I have two daughters, both of whom are lawyers, both of whom married lawyers. So we have lawyers everywhere. And uh, no, we don't have arguments every night or every weekend when we get together. But everybody respects everybody's opinion because everybody is doing uh, something a little bit different. But it's uh, I'm very proud of uh, both my daughters and my son-in-laws who are very hardworking individuals who try to do the right thing. But uh, it's a pleasure. And I, I remember the times when my daughters accompanied me to bar conventions so that they could see what goes on. And they made their own decision about whether or not they wanted to go to law school. And I think part of that was the fact that they saw that I enjoyed the practice of law. I think it makes a difference. They have someone that they may respect. In this case, they wanted to be a lawyer as well, and they're doing very nicely. Well, I'm, I'm assuming you're a major influence in, in their lives and decisions for that, and I'm sure for a plenty of other folks as well. I'm sure with a lot of folks in your, in your organization is there. So uh, kudos to you for that and how that's kind of worked out for you. Let's go a little different, different question. I got some other great questions for you that uh, we kind of discussed in the beginning, but just a little bit about the, the firm itself. Always want to kind of know how you get clients. I know you're a big probably on referrals, more to mouth as well, but what has worked well for you from a more of an outbound uh, marketing aspect uh, that has worked for, for you in the firm? I know you don't advertise, uh, but what things that you, you've done that maybe are a little bit different or unique that have worked for you? Well, it's kind of a traditional type approach. Even when I was a young lawyer, I got involved with the young lawyer section of the bar, became the chairman of the young lawyer section, got involved in the Maryland trial lawyers, which was the plaintiff's bar, ended up becoming the president of the trial lawyers, got involved in the city bar association in Baltimore, ended up being the president, and also was involved in the state bar and became the president of the state bar. So when you do those kind of things, you meet a lot of lawyers. You meet a lot of lawyers who you would otherwise not generally meet, who are in totally different practice areas. I started out at a very young age doing a lot of different type of seminars for our local continuing professional legal organization organization and also the National Business Institute, as well as the bar associations on various topics relating to litigation and trial of cases. And then we do what probably is the biggest thing for attraction of cases is we go out and my law firm does this. We try cases. Even our website, mdtrialfirm.com, signifies what we do. And we do try a lot of cases. And we've been very fortunate in getting a lot of very good results. And the word spreads. You know, People want to make sure that if they've got a case and they need assistance, they can come to somebody who will be able to help them and try to assist them in representing their clients. So a lot of it uh, ends up being referrals from other lawyers, in some cases, uh, referrals from lawyers against whom we have had cases. Uh, we have nine actually 10 lawyers here in the office and they all try cases and they're not afraid to go to court and they're prepared. And I think that makes a big difference. So the other thing that you mentioned, word of mouth, that happens. If you have somebody that you've represented, satisfied client, they're gonna call you, their friends are gonna call you, their relatives are gonna call you, their acquaintances are gonna 
call you. So we've been very fortunate in being able to attract a lot of business. We don't have a problem doing that. Excellent. You have the new website that's uh, coming out soon. If you listen to this later, it might already be out. So the uh, website address is on the screen here, uh, mdtrialfirm.com. So go check that out and learn more about their firm and, and what they're up to. So yeah, so I mean, you're, you're doing the things that some firms just don't want to do. They don't want to go to trial and then they kick it over to you, I assume, some referral fee in there for this. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's true. And our view on that is, look, the client is of the person who refers. We will work with them jointly and we can assist people who may not be in a position to try some of these cases, which, as you probably know, can be extremely expensive from a cost perspective. And uh, just like the cost of living, uh, the cost of trying a case has gone up substantially, primarily because of expert fees, deposition costs, less on travel because of the Zoom world we're in, because we're doing a lot of depositions by Zoom. But the cost of trying a case is a very expensive proposition. And for us and for anybody who is doing it, you have to make the right decision in the right case. And as a plaintiff's lawyer, which I've been my entire life, you know, we try to make the right decision. No one is right 100% of the time. No one wins all of their cases. Show me the lawyer that hasn't lost the case, and I'll show you a lawyer who hasn't tried many cases. It's just the way things go, and you don't know what a jury is going to do in, in many times that you try a case. Yes, yeah, so I've actually talked to quite a few firms, uh, some newer firms that they find something that most firms don't want to do or deal with find a little niche there and then that's what they do and so uh, I've heard a lot of firms being somebody for you it's going to it's going to trial so uh, it makes a lot of sense you guys are that's what you do for some other firms that just may not have be able to invest in that or take that risk uh, or have the expense that they can take on And, and Kevin I think that's what we're seeing now in the practice of law which is people basically focusing their practice in a particular area it's extremely difficult extremely difficult to do what may have been done 50 years ago, which is being a general practitioner and doing a little bit of everything. You really cannot do it in terms of keeping up with the law, doing a will one day, uh, doing corporate work the next day, searching a title the next day, uh, trying a case the next day. It just doesn't work that way. So we find that the law firms all over are technically specializing, if you will, in a particular area of the law. That's where we are today. Well, just to kind of plug myself, you know, we we used to do general marketing for all kinds of companies. We now niche with only working with law firms, um, and that's that's been a journey for us. But so much more focused. We can understand the industry, your business, much better, and that's all we do. It's it's made things so much more easier. I mean, easier to to learn, to understand, to know the business we're working with. So yeah, I think same with what I do. It's it's very hard to just be like, yeah, we can market for anybody. There's so many you know digital platforms and social media and traditional ways of marketing still and advertising. And so it's it's so much easier when you can just say, this is all we do. We're going to be the best at it. I think that's wise. And I think that, you know, there are a lot of very, very fine lawyers out there, people in your businesses that focus on a particular type of work and do it well. Yeah, so that's what we want to do as well. So it makes a lot of sense. I'm hearing a lot more of that as, as well as I interview, uh, which I believe you're somewhere in the 130th managing partner that uh, I've interviewed in the, uh, you know, this year. So got to hear a lot of different stories, a lot of different things that people are, are up to. And it's been really cool to, to see. I'm going to one more question about the business, and I want to get to the, some of the the fun stuff um, that we spoke about in the beginning. But um, what are kind of the, what's some of the plans? And you've been we'll get to this in a minute. You've been practicing fifty years in January, correct. correct? But I'm talking about growth, and you mentioned you're still you haven't hit your peak.
speak yet. So what are some of the, the plans, maybe for the next year or two, maybe three years down the road? What is what's some of the plans and goals for growing the firm? So sometimes, Kevin, uh, and I'm sure you've found this out, and a lot of people have, uh, bigger is not always better. And that's true in the practice of law. So I think we will have some modest growth over time, adding one, two, three additional. But we're, for a plaintiff's firm, you know, having a plaintiff's firm that's just 10 lawyers is a lot. We do a lot of medical negligence work. We do a lot of product liability work. We do a lot of general uh, negligence work. So we're focused kind of in a specialized area. And yes, I think it's inevitable that time goes by, you add people. We have, for example, three nurses who work with us full time here in the office who are very much helpful in our medical area. We will, I'm sure, be adding a few lawyers as time goes by because we're all busy. We have a lot of work to do. We go all over this state. We try cases in adjoining states. So as a practical matter, it's important to have you know a team effort. We like to to go to trial with at least two lawyers, not just one. We have technical assistance as well, whether it's legal assistance or other individuals for presentation of evidence, opening statements, closing arguments, that type of thing. So we'll have a modest growth, planned growth. But if we end up, you know, taking on something that is going to be booming, then, you know, I don't think we'll have any problem um, adding additional people. But it'll be planned growth and making sure that we do what is necessary to represent our clients the best way we can. Well, yeah, it's a smart plan. Uh, you know, they, they say uh, slow and steady wins the race. So, right. uh, yeah, no no wrong answer. I was, I think that's great. You got slow, you know, nice, nice moderate growth that you can control and handle. And I guess quality control is, is important as well. Okay. That, that's that's great. I think um, you know, yeah, 10, 10 attorneys in what you're in your area. That's that's a, a lot already. So, but you guys do great work. So I assume you're going to grow just naturally through through that. So, well, so I want to ask a couple of things. So you're 50 years in January, and you've won some some awards that you had mentioned, and your wife picks on you about it. But uh, what is what is one of the awards you just said you won just a while back? Well, a couple of years ago, the Baltimore City Bar Association for the first time had a panel that identified uh, 11 lawyers uh, practicing in Baltimore uh, as living legal legends. Now, it's somewhat embarrassing to be called a legend of anything, uh, and a living legend may be even worse, but uh, it, was a, it was a great honor. People that were honored with me are, you know, scions of the bar, uh, wonderful, wonderful lawyers uh, who have had tremendous practice. But that was, it was a great honor. And then I, I think I may have mentioned to you that I, I was named by Law Dragon, which is a national organization, as the Lion of Baltimore. So my, <laughs> so my wife is, has got plenty of things to call me uh, other than husband. And she does uh, with a smile on her face. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. That's hilarious. Sounds like my wife a little bit there. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, great honors um, to have. Uh, yeah, a little embarrassing. Maybe if I was the win, something like that as well. So, but uh, I'm sure you were... Uh, humbled and honored to to receive those 
the lion here today on the show of Baltimore, everyone. I, I think that's amazing. And congrats on your success and that, you know, you're, you mentioned to me, you haven't hit your peak yet. So correct. You know, so kudos to you. I hope I'm in the same place you are mentally and, and focused. So thanks for sharing that with us. Now you mentioned another thing, another story about how you, uh, you know, Donald Trump very well. And this is not political people, but uh, he has an interesting story. I thought it was pretty cool that I, I thought Paul could share. So how do you know Donald Trump and uh, what was the, uh, the story you mentioned to me? So um, this goes back a number of years, but um, I wanted to go to uh, one of the service academies. I did not know any congressmen, any senators who typically make appointments. So what I decided to do was to attend a military prep school for my junior and senior year and hopefully compete for an appointment through the school. Uh, nationally to get an appointment to one of the academies. So I attended New York Military Academy, which is located in Cornwall on the Hudson, New York. And I came there as a junior and I was there for my junior and senior year. And in my class was none other than Donald J. Trump. We knew each other quite well. He was captain of the baseball team. I was captain of the golf team. We both played on the football team together. Um, and when we graduated in 1964, I had gotten an appointment to the Air Force Academy where I went. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then I was a good student, worked hard, uh, graduated first in the class and was voted most likely to succeed. So they, they really screwed that up, but, <laughs> but they voted Donald Trump ladies man. No comment. No comment, done. <laughs> Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, they, they kind of messed up. Well, they, they got that one right as well, kind of. But I would say you succeeded pretty well. So I don't think they've and you, and you have your reputation still trying hard to keep it. So at the end of the day, they still may be right. Well, you never know. Not done yet. Well, great story. I, that's that's pretty amazing. And uh, again, I just I think it's uh, great that uh, you're still going charging hard and and, uh, you know, still have the same motivation and drive that you had back then. So just Anyone listening, I think the young attorneys tuning in uh, should be a good inspiration, uh, what Paul's doing. And if you're just getting started, you've got a long ride ahead and hopefully a lot of success. So, Paul, anything else you'd like to share if uh, we have a young attorney tuning in today? You know, I tell people, you know, they ask me what I do, and, you know, and I, you know, I tell them I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I'm proud to be a lawyer. Uh, I'm proud that my two daughters are lawyers and my son-in-laws as well. It is a wonderful profession. Uh, there are many, many things that can be done in the practice of law to fulfill our main goal, which is to help people. I love doing what I do. I enjoy what, doing what I do and get a great deal of satisfaction to trying to make a positive influence on people's lives. And I plan to continue to do it as long as I have it. No, uh, again, take that from Paul right there. You know, you're here to help people. We're all here to help people and find a place that, you know, find what you love in, in your profession. Um, and I think a lot of people out here, uh, they started out in one practice area, working for a firm, interning or doing whatever they can until they find out where they really want to be and, and where they, you know, where they love. So um, I think that's another thing, too, is might love being a lawyer, but which area of practice you want to be in. Figure that out and find it and uh, settle into that. Good advice, Kevin. Like Paul has done. He likes going to trial and you might not. So you know, got to find what you love to do. So uh, Paul, thanks so much for joining me again. You guys can check out the website address below mdtrialfirm.com. Learn more about Paul, 
check him out. The Lion of Baltimore. And uh, hopefully he's not charging me for his time today. But, uh, Paul, your episode will be up here soon on our website, um, ArrayLaw.com forward slash podcast. This will also be up on the podcast version, which is available now on all podcast platforms. So look out for that, too. This will also be on our YouTube channel, my LinkedIn. So you can find Paul all over the place soon. And for us, you know, if you're an attorney looking for help with your marketing, whether it's just a website that's going to help you with word of mouth and, and referral traffic, or if it's actually generating leads, that's what we do. You can go to raylaw.com, check us out. If you have any questions, too, for me, I'm an open book. Uh, you don't have to be a client. We don't have to sign you as a client. If you got questions, I'm happy to help. And uh, just reach out to me or someone on my team and have no problem answering any questions you have. So, Paul, thanks so much. Stick on with me for just a second, and we'll end the recording. Everyone else, have a good day. Paul, you want to say bye? Thank you, Kevin. Two things. One, thank you for asking me to be here today. And, of course, no charge. All right. Good. Appreciate that. All right, everyone, have a good day. Thanks for tuning in. Take some of Paul's uh, advice. And uh, best of luck to everyone. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully you're getting amazing value out of it. We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.